In this episode of Into the Podverse, I chat with Gatoni Ngumba, the community manager for AfriParts. She sheds light on the unique challenges and opportunities faced in fostering podcasting communities in Africa. I'm pretty sure it's Techzilla. Hi, I'm Molly Jensen. Hi, I'm Kevin White Brown. I'm Kim Box, and you're listening to Into the Podverse with my dad, Tony Dill. and thanks for doing this. As the community manager for AfriPods, what unique challenges and opportunities do you encounter in fostering a podcasting community in Africa? The unique challenges that are faced in creating community for podcasters in Africa, for me, revolve around two things specifically. One is education. The other is reach. Um, there's a lot of podcasters who are looking for information on how to grow or how to start or where to start, and that information is not necessarily readily available to them. And so it becomes a lot of teaching before you can grow the community because you need to teach the people who would be in the community. And then um, on reach, it's being able to get the podcasters in different countries. So a lot of times when we have the AfriPods meets, the monthly um, meets, virtual meets that we do with podcasters, will do a call on social media. And a lot of times, even after the event has happened, you'll have new podcasters from the countries we've already been in asking you to go back to their countries. And so that becomes a, one of the challenges is how do I get to all of the podcasters in the spaces? Because even when we go there, not everyone is able to get the information in time and they want us to go back. So how do we ensure that they're able to get the information, know what we're doing, and interact with podcasters in their country or what's the follow-up after that. Um, The opportunities, I feel like, are endless. Um, I sound very, like, I have this great dream, but it's true because, you see, the thing is, for the same reason the challenges exist, the opportunities exist in those exact same spaces. Once you're able to educate the people who want to get into podcasting, then you have so many more people to build a community with. You have so many more stories that are able to be told. You have so many people who are able to educate the next group of podcasters. And that means that we will have a cycle that is unbreakable and endless because I don't know that we can run out of stories yet as we haven't started or been given the opportunity to properly tell our stories as Africans yet. So I'm really excited for those um, opportunities to see how it would grow. How do you ensure that African voices and perspectives are well represented within the podcasting landscape on AfriPods? With everything, you can't group the continent as one thing. We have different languages, we have different spaces, we have different cultures and traditions and it's trying to find what the center or the heart of that is and I think it's storytelling because I feel like Africans across the continent no matter where on the continent are storytellers so it's trying to figure out how to tap into storytelling and then be sure that everyone feels like their voices are heard, you know? Um, how do we bring in Northern Africa and 
Southern Africa and West Africa, East Africa and Central Africa? How do we bring in Francophone Africa and have them also be a part of the conversation that we're doing? And so a lot of what I have to do or a lot of what I'm trying to do is getting people in those spaces who can teach me about what it is they're doing because I feel like for me it's a space of education for myself as well um, so that I don't get to a place where I feel like I represent the people yet I know nothing about them. So I feel like ensuring that African voices and perspectives are well represented for me goes a lot into my own research and education. Um, learning what each African space looks like and what they expect and what their what gives them life and then trying to figure out how to bring that all together or use that in order to build the community for them. Can you share any successful strategies or initiatives you've implemented to encourage collaboration and networking among African podcasters? Successful strategies um, to encourage collaboration. Uh, I have been able or had the opportunity to work with communities in their spaces. So directly working with like Niger Pod Hub or APVA, um, working with Z Pod Hub in Zambia as well. It has been very exciting for me to see that there are some communities that have already been created in those spaces. In Uganda as well, they have a podcasters association and being able to reach out to the people who are organizing those to speak to the podcasters in their space has for me been very successful. I think it's very important for us to be able to build the nuclear communities before we build one giant one, because I feel like that's a lot of what we are as a continent is a lot of tiny little spaces that have their own unique thing. And once we're able to build those then we can figure out how to bring them all together as one giant podcasting community. So for me, um, networking and collaboration has been working with communities that already exist because they're also the best guides on how to go about with growing other spaces or what to do after you've had like um, an Afripods meets. How do we get them to listen to each other, talk to each other after? What are the best ways... Um, to talk to each other, interact after. I think that is all um, part of my success. In your experience, what role does storytelling play in African podcasting? And how do you support podcasters in developing compelling narratives? Uh, wow. I think storytelling is the heart of African podcasting. I had a conversation with a couple of podcasters in South Africa and there's a lot of things we can't agree on as Africans. You know, Africans would like politics or you people or them. But the one thing I feel like if we stand on, we can always agree on is storytelling. And a lot of people don't like the brand of storytelling for Africans because it's like, oh, it's been oversold. That's not who we are as a people. And it's true that um, historically, we actually used to write down our history. And once it got destroyed... We just had to adjust and a lot of communities then took storytelling as their way to hold their history, as a way to entertain, as a way to do all of these things. So I feel like first people need to remove the negativity or the negative connotation around storytelling so that it doesn't feel like it's just fun little flimsy fictional stories that are being told 
storytelling is business, you know, because if you think about how it was used traditionally, that's how they told us what routes um, for trade would be happening. Because, I mean, the new generation doesn't know the trade routes. So there's someone who'd sit down with you and tell you exactly how to do it. And that's storytelling. So a business podcast ends up being storytelling, um, being able to talk about our history and what is important to us as a people, that's storytelling. But then history is also very educational. So storytelling doesn't have to have a negative connotation behind it. And I think that it is very important or it is the heart of who we are as Africans. So I think it plays a big role in podcasting. And also I feel like a lot of the stories, whatever you want to call a story, the rest of the world has had an opportunity to tell their stories. I feel like Africans haven't had an opportunity to tell their stories on their own terms. You know, what happened to us? I feel like our stories have been told to us for a long time and it's podcasting offers an opportunity for us to be able to take control of our stories and hand them back to the world on our terms. This is what our stories are. This is how we view ourselves. This is what our cities look like. This is what life in our spaces is like. And giving them an opportunity to understand it or see it from the direct response, you know, not just like on news when it's like, oh, there's starvation or there's whatever it is, being able to have someone in a rural area speak about what it is that interests them and in their own language, for me, is a very important part of it. And I think it's integral in storytelling, which is very exciting. What initiatives or projects are you currently working on at Afropods to further enhance the growth and impact of podcasting in Africa? We have the Afripods meets, which happens every month. Um, on It's virtual. We do it on Zoom. We move from country to country. We have done about nine, ten countries now. This month, we're going to be in Egypt. Next month, probably Rwanda. And we're just trying to figure out how to like I mentioned earlier, create the nucleus or the little smaller podcasting communities because I feel like podcasting is a very isolating um, medium. And so the second we're able to get those people out of their little worlds and create a bigger community, if it's two, three people, if it's five people in one country, I feel like then it grows. It's the five people who tell someone else and it's like, oh, come join us in this space. And so... um. The Afripods meets are very important. We've been holding um, virtual events and spaces, let's say, on, on Twitter and lives as well. Um, part of, again, what we've had from podcasters or what I've had as feedback is education. So last year we did something with APV on discovery, on discoverability of your podcast. And it's just trying to figure out what it is the podcasters need to hear and then ensuring that they're able to learn in those spaces. We've had a live on like children's um, content, creating children's content. We've had lives on uh, how to create like an idea or a concept for your podcast. We've also done the spaces with amazing podcasters that were trying to figure out what the trends would look like in Africa. So it's just creating spaces like that, both for education and for entertainment that podcasters can come together and learn or get to know each other because a lot of what we've seen is after a space or after a live, someone will be like, oh, I've never heard about this podcast, let me listen, or they'll be able to reach out to each other directly based on who was in the space and collaborate. And that is my greatest joy, being able to get one, two, three people 
together to collaborate. Um, for me, that's the greatest win. So, yeah, that is what we're doing at Afripods. We do a lot of live events also in Kenya um, for podcasters here. And those also, every time we've had a different group of people, tickets sell out really fast. Well, they register really fast because we're not selling the tickets. But there's a lot of interaction, a lot of call for community here as well. So it's exciting to see as, as the industry grows, then the people also and the need for community grows as well. So that for me is very great. I, I can't really see where the industry goes for sure. Hi, my name is Gavani and I'm the community manager at Afropods and you're listening to Into the Podverse with Tony Doe. Katuni's enthusiasm for the endless potential of community growth in Africa is infectious. As education initiatives empower more storytellers, the podcasting landscape in Africa is poised for exponential growth. Afripods initiatives, including the monthly Afripods meets, exemplify this commitment to enhancing collaboration and networking among African podcasters. Stay tuned to Into the Podverse for more inspiring conversations and stories from the vibrant podcasting community, especially the African ones. Thank you for listening. Pretty Yo. shirts. Uh-huh. Techzilla. Of course it is. Who you think it was? Again. Hey yo, eagle eye view from the Kilimanjaro Way above the clouds with my eye on the sparrow Words pierce the air, invading your space Sneak in through your ears, change the look of your face The storyteller in this digital era Could tell I got my groove back like my name was Stella The vibe is stellar, but the message and the teller Intertwine and define in the era To those who oppose, I hereby propose The fist to the jaw, would you prefer the nose? As the story goes, everybody knows Mr. Tony Doe, come correct with the flow. Hey yo, as the God podcaster, as well known as the chief broadcaster, care to bring the peace to the world over. Hades can't connect, best to move over.